Good morning and happy Mother's Day. This is Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist, and this is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. Welcome back. I know I did an episode just a couple days ago, but because this is Mother's Day, I would like to dedicate this episode of the podcast to all of us who are moms, all of us who have moms, and all of our kids who have moms. And... Um, I know that I have spoken um, several times about quotes that my my dad has said. Um, my dad is much like me, uh, very extroverted, talks to anybody, um, very outgoing, very helpful. Uh, he is a chaplain in a prison, and he is a preacher, so you can imagine that he is proud that I am following in his footsteps, not necessarily as a chaplain and a preacher, but as somebody who reaches out and am very extroverted and wanting to help people and have zero problem talking to people. My mother, on the other hand, um, she has got a different personality than me. My, my mother is very introverted. She's very quiet, um, not a ton of emotional outpouring. But if you ask my kids today, it is so funny because I swear I have not lived with or near my mother for almost 25 years you know so it's kind of like an accent if you live someplace where you've picked up an accent and then you move you tend to lose it you would think that that would happen in my case but my kids will say every time I open my mouth my mom comes out which is funny because I'm not really personality like her I'm much more like my dad and the fact that I haven't really been around her on a day-to-day -day basis for a long time, we have to laugh at that how my mom's mannerisms come out in me all the time. So I'm dedicating this particular episode to the moms and to my mom, who I appreciate has been there for me every step of my life, even when I thought perhaps she was against me. Um, I was going through the different texts this morning and all the cute memes I'm getting um, through Facebook and through my text and, um, you know, on, on different sites. And it was prompting me to kind of get my head wrapped around what I was going to do for this podcast. And the ones that I was reading are things like, life doesn't come with a manual. It comes with the mother. You know, and as a mother, I get that. I try to be the manual. Nobody wants to read it, but I try. Um, you know, I've seen it several times. When you're sick, who do you want? You want your mom, right? I always wanted my mom. You know, my kids always wanted me. And a mom is somebody who is always there when you need them. There's plaques and there's little sayings all over that say, home is where your mom is. You know, that's another nice, positive, loving um, quote about moms. Who needs a superhero when I have a mom? You know, I tend to agree with that. 47 years old, I still call my mom. Um, God couldn't be everywhere. That's why he made mothers. You know, there's all these really comforting, loving things that pop up on Mother's Day. And... Um, my voice is shaking already. I'm I'm worried I'm worried about getting through this podcast without crying in front of all of you. Um, yeah, that's it's all good and great that the image of mothers and them taking care of their kids 
is perfect, right? If you're listening to my podcast and you're a mother or you have a mother, um, many of you are going to realize some of these positive quotes aren't even possible because of the situation that you're in or you were in with your mother or you're in with your kids or because of a toxic person in your life, the relationship with your kids has been severed or cut off or endangered or um, interrupted. And hang on, I'm grabbing a Kleenex. And I'm here to tell you, I totally understand that. I have clients every day. One of the biggest struggles in, um, of course, it would be um, with the toxic marriage or the toxic relationship. One of the biggest struggles is, I know this isn't healthy for me, but I have to stay for my kids. So I deal with a lot of not only mothers, so no disregard for the fathers here. I will do a Father's Day podcast too. But you know, you hear all this stuff and it should all work out and moms should be happy and should be able to take care of their kids and their kids should respect their moms and they should be able to be there for them and they should, you know, just be able to do what a mother does. And in many of your situations, you your hands are tied. Either your kids have been isolated from you or they have been brainwashed into thinking that, um, you know, you're the bad person or they've cut themselves off from you because of the high drama or um, what somebody has told them about you. So I just want to tell you that I know right now today, Mother's Day is probably not some of your favorite day. And I totally get that. And the reason I get that is this is a blessing for me to be able to speak with you today. Um, I haven't told a lot about my story on the podcast. And I do believe that there's some of you out there that probably have no idea why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. But my mission in my business and now in my life is to provide hope, healing, and freedom for, for those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships emotional abuse, and narcissistic behavior. Even though that is my business mission, that is also my life mission. And the reason behind that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Aside from all of these positive, rah-rah, mom is the best person in the world, mom has always supported me quotes that we see around Mother's Day and the beautiful Mother's Day cards that we get and the bouquets of flowers that we get and the brunches that we go to, Aside from that, in many of your lives, as well as my life, um, mother being a mother was not as easy as the quotes and the flowers and the Happy Mother's Day brunch, right? And the reason today is kind of a big deal for me is I have an anniversary today. Ten years ago today on Mother's Day, I was able to remove myself from a toxic relationship and in doing so changed my entire life. So it just so happens that I get to share the 10th anniversary of me setting myself free with you guys and it was on Mother's Day. Now, so far already this morning, I've got three texts, uh, two phone calls from the middle one. Um, the three texts were from the youngest one and three phone calls from the oldest one. 
Okay. So I've had a lot of contact with my two daughters and my stepdaughter already this morning, but all my mother's days were not like that. And for those of you out there who have either been isolated from your children or are experiencing Mother's Day that is sad and lonely, I want you to know that I get it. I've been there. And the reason you're hearing my voice shaking is I am so sorry you're going through it, but I promise you it will get better. Um, being a mother is not fixing everything all the time. And um, we'll go into that just a little bit. So in my life, I was, um, I grew up in a little Christian community in Bozeman, Montana. And I went to a Christian school. I went to a Christian high school. I went to a Christian college for the first two years of college. And I really believe that I felt like everybody was good. I was raised in a community where people looked out for you, your best interests and was in mind. And if something didn't really go along with that kind of sheltered lifestyle, um, people would leave, you know, the community. It wasn't like it was a freaky um, religious place. It was just, I grew up in a place where everybody was protective of you. So, you know, when I went out into the world, I, I thought everybody was good. And with my um, drive to be in healthcare and my tr my social drive and my loving to be around people. And I, I attracted more than one person that was not healthy for me and um, no fault of my own, because I don't think I knew the difference at the time. I went through a series of not such healthy relationships. And Although I was in, I was in um, the healthcare profession and I was happy doing that, my home life was a different story. And I have two daughters, as you guys know, that are 23 and 21 now. Um, but at the time, which was 10 years ago, which is the day I'm talking about right now, they were 13 and 11. And I was at the point where some of you have been, and some of you possibly are now, where I had to make the decision of either I have to get out and get my head straight, or I am going to be no good as a mother, as an example, or as any type of person for my girls later. And again, I'm piecing this together because you don't know my whole story, but um Yes, 10 years ago today, I left life as I knew it in a toxic relationship um, and initially left my girls on Mother's Day. So my clients that go through my individual program know this about me, but perhaps a lot of you listeners do not. Um I think Mother's Day 10 years ago, I cried the entire day, not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing if I'd ever see my kids again, not knowing if I was going to be okay in my future. And the six or seven years that followed were very up and down. They were a lot of learning a lot of what I felt was backstabbing, um, a lot of 
well, for a lack of a better term, it was an emotional roller coaster. I wanted my girls to be safe all the time. And reality was, I could not keep them safe all the time. And now looking back, I understand it. I get it. But when I was standing in the middle of it and felt like a mom who had left her kids, I could not, for the life of me, find the answers that I needed. And um, thank goodness my mom, you know, as calm and as quiet of personality she has, she never, ever judged me. She never gave up on me. She was always there to say, everything happens just like it is supposed to. And now looking back, you know, I just said, I've been bombarded already with, with the kids' calls and texts this morning. Um, just because of circumstances, they can't be with me today, which is fine. But I, like many of you, spent several Mother's Days either not in contact with my kids or not being able to see them. And it is devastating. Especially when you're in a situation that maybe the, the, from the people outside looking in, you appear to be um, the bad person that either left your kids or is not fighting for your kids or who would ever not be in communication with their kids, right? I was there. Um, absolutely the hardest time in my life was when I was unable to communicate with my kids. And right off the top of my head, I'm already thinking of three or four of the listeners that are in this exact situation. So happy Mother's Day to you. If you right now are not in communication with your kids, I promise you it's going to get better. So what my recommendations are, and this is 100% learned. This is nothing that any textbook is going to teach you. This is nothing that any um, self-help type thing is going to ingrain in you. This is what I learned. And when people were telling me this when I was going through the disconnect with my kids, I don't know that I believed them, but I didn't have a choice but to try this. So what is your job right now as a mother? If you're in contact with your kids, if you're not in contact with your kids, if you've been isolated from your kids and your grandkids, what is your job right now as a mother? Well, I'm here to tell you your job is the exact same as it always has been. You are to provide unconditional love regardless of the situation. That's what mothers do, period. Your love is always, always going to be there for them. They need to know that. You will love them no matter what. They need to know that. And there is nothing that they can do that is going to make you stop loving them. They need to know that. And the reason I stick with that all the time is that is the only thing that I had the power to do. And there was many times where I would go months without hearing from my girls. And I had to continually just make sure that I would go through it in my head. I know the scenario that they're in. I know the things that they're hearing. I know the manipulation that's being induced. So I have to love them unconditionally, let them know I will always be here, and that there's nothing that they will ever do that will take my love away. And 10 years of doing that, and I think they get it, finally. Now, you're a mom. 
you've already been through the pain of childbirth and you've been through the pain of raising a toddler and you, you've been through the pain of a lot of stuff. Pain doesn't quit for moms. That's why we're moms. We're tough. So your job now, if you are in a relationship uh, with your kids that is on what we call thin ice because of a toxic relationship, don't give up on your kids. Uh, I learned very quickly that no news from my kids was good news. You know, I was hurt very badly by not hearing from them for months on end. And after about a year, I think I realized if something was wrong, they called me. If everything was fine, I didn't hear from them. So I had to kind of change the way I thought a little bit. At least if I don't hear from them, I know that they're safe. Because as soon as the phone rings and it's one of them, something is up. There's been a fight. There's some drama. There's something I need to help them with. And and it rang true continually through the years um, of the struggle with with getting my kids back, you know, into my life. I believe 100% that a mother is the glue that holds everything together when she may be feeling like everything is falling apart. So when you're in the situation like I was in 10 years ago, everything was falling apart. And the only way I knew how to eventually get things put back together was to get my head on straight. And you know, just as well as I do, that the manipulation and the confusion and the feeling crazy when you are in a toxic relationship can take you out. It can debilitate you to the point where fear keeps you stuck. And your job to your kids right now is to teach them that fear is not an option. So being a mother in the perfect environment isn't easy. And being a mother in a toxic environment is a job for the strongest of the strong. So I know that there's several of you out there that are dealing with a toxic spouse, a toxic ex-spouse, a toxic um, father of children. My advice to you is your job is to be a mom. No matter where your kids are, whether you're in contact with them or not, no matter what is going on in your life, you were given your children for a reason. And the reason is to love them unconditionally, be the best example that you can, and give them something to strive for in life. Give them an example of high integrity, honesty, dignity, taking care of yourself, self-confidence, self-worth, making your own decisions. Give them an example of that. That doesn't mean bending over backwards just to see them. Because usually what happens if you're not in the right headspace, just seeing them will go south. So first and foremost, your job is to be the best mom you can be in the situation that you're in. I know worlds are falling apart. I know you feel like you've had your family ripped out from underneath you. I know it. I absolutely 100% understand. And the feeling of hopelessness and the feeling of despair and the feeling of giving up seems like a way better option than fighting one more day to just be there. Because I promise you, 
kids are going to migrate to stability eventually. So when you are unconditionally loving them, proving to them that you're always going to be there no matter what, and that there's nothing that they can do that will change your love for them, they know that when they need something, you're the one they go to. And it's a long process and it's a learned process on both parts. It took me years to understand how this worked. And now, you know, today, I think the hardest thing for me as they grew up and became adults, um, none of none of me or my girls act like adults, but I had to allow them to make the decision on the relationship that they were going to have with their dad. Because at the end of the day, they're half him, you know, and they have to choose what capacity they want him in their life. And of course, as a mom, I am in protection mode, right? So my thought pattern was, no, let's not talk to him. Please don't talk to him. Don't go see him. Da, da, da. Because I was always, always on the defensive of, I hope they don't get sucked back in and then I don't. I don't get to talk to them anymore or they don't get to see me anymore. And the heart, a harsh realization was they get to choose. And you're going to have that same realization with your kids. They get to choose. They have to understand what's healthy for them and what's not healthy for them, just like you did. I guarantee that people telling you to leave a toxic environment and people moving you out of a toxic environment and people dragging you out of a toxic environment did not do one single thing until you were ready to leave. So the encouragement I have is your kids will make that decision and certain personalities can operate with certain other personalities better, better than others. And you can't dictate the relationship that your kids are going to have with the toxic person. All you can do is control the relationship that you have by being the best example, the best parent and love them unconditionally, continually. Kids are kids. Kids disappoint us. We disappointed our parents. Expect to be disappointed. Then when they disappoint you, you already knew it was coming. But if they've grown up in an environment that's wishy-washy and up and down, just like you decided to remove yourself from, they have to make the decision when it's time to remove themselves also. Now, I know there's listeners that are dealing with smaller kids that aren't in the, um, the same spot as being able to make the decision where a later teenager and early adult would would totally be able to make their own decision. So those of you with little kids, um, you still, you be the best mom that you can. You don't speak badly about dad or dad, you don't speak badly about mom. You continually show them an example of A, what normal is, what normal love is, what unconditional love is, and that you will love them no matter what. That doesn't mean don't discipline. That just means you'll love them no matter what. And so talking about Mother's Day today, again, I think I'm over the nose dripping in the tears. But yes, 10 years ago today and not 10 years ago today was the day that I didn't go back for the last time. Okay. And there's a lot that goes into what happened 10 years ago today. And part of that was my mother. You know, she finally um, put her foot down and had somebody take my keys away so that I could 
physically not drive back to where I was. And it was that day that I, you know, I had to make a decision. I can keep doing whatever it is that I've been trying to do unsuccessfully for the last 14 years, or I can make a change, heal myself, recover, become the strong person that I've always known is inside, and then move forward to be an example to those who I need to be. And I'm not telling you that being away from your kids isn't hard. It's hard. It is the hardest thing I've been through. But today on the, on the 10th anniversary, I'm not sure I would do it any different. I learned what I needed to. I healed where I needed to. I had to rebuild. I had to restart. I had to reprogram everything in my thinking. And I had to allow my kids to do the same thing. And being there not to protect them almost broke me. But I will tell you, my kids are strong and they know how to protect themselves and they are very aware of the red flags of a toxic person. And if I would have stayed there to protect them 100% of the time, they would not be the people they are just as I would not be the person I am. So to all of you mothers out there, I hope you can follow this podcast. I didn't write anything down because I wasn't sure what was going to come out. But to all of you mothers out there, don't give up. You know, if you need a piece of advice or you have a topic you need me to talk about, let me know. But this is the really the first time I've talked about something that was super personal on the podcast. And um, my entire story is examples of everything every single one of you is going through. And at some point, maybe you'll be in a situation where you'll get to hear my whole story. But because today is a milestone, 10 years, it's Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day the same day 10 years ago. And I am 100% a different person. My kids are 100% different people. Now, do we struggle? Yes, we still struggle. We still have triggers. I still have flashbacks. My kids still have, you know, stuff that comes up all the time. But at the end of the day, I know we're all safe. They are both know that no matter what happens in their life, mom's not going anywhere. And it took a lot of years to, I don't know if I want to say prove that, it took a lot of years for me to understand that I could love them regardless of what was going on in their lives and in the life of, you know, their father. And that brings me back to, you know, the quote that my dad says. Inner peace is accepting people the way they are, not the way you want them to be. So when your kids are going through transitions and you're watching a divorce rip the family apart and the, the kids' actions and the kids' uh, behavior is changing, accept them the way they are, not the way you want them to be. And your life will get much easier. So your job 
is, is exactly what you already know how to do. Love them unconditionally. Let know them that you will love them no matter what. And there's nothing that they could do that will ever take your love away. And I promise you, anybody who's in a situation right now where your relationship with your kids is shaky and you are wishing Mother's Day was just over, it will get better. I promise. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the little, little tiny bit of my story that I was able to share with you today. Have a happy Mother's Day. Take a deep breath. If this Mother's Day isn't the greatest, next year will be fabulous. Thanks again for sharing the podcast. This is Dr. Heidi, and I will talk to you soon.